0: Hello, and welcome to Bible Bedtime. This is Season 4, Episode 196. I am your host, Dana. And in this podcast, I read the Bible in a way that will help you sleep in heavenly peace. Because we are in Season 4, we're reading the fourth book of the Old Testament, Numbers And then I will read the fourth book of the New Testament, John. Tonight we'll read Numbers chapters 21 and 22. After the chapters, I will read a selection from the book of Proverbs. And we'll end the episode, as we do each episode, with the Lord's prayer. If you would like to support Bible Bedtime and bless me with a love offering, we are now on Venmo, and you can just look for at Bible Bedtime or search for Bible Bedtime Podcast. Now, there's never an expectation that you donate, but it does bless me tremendously and helps offset the costs of producing the program if you would like to reach out to me or the Bible Bedtime community I invite you to send an email to BibleBedtimePodcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group I would love to hear from you now it's time to settle down and end your day everything you have needed to do today, you have already done. And anything else that's undone can wait for tomorrow when you are rested and refreshed. I invite you to settle in, snuggle up into your favorite sleeping position, close your eyes, and feel the day drift away from your body and your mind as you settle in and relax. And as we do in each episode, let's take three deep breaths. One, two. three. Excellent. Numbers chapter 21. When the Canaanite king of Arad, who lived in the Negev, heard that Israel was coming along the road to Atharim, he attacked the Israelites and captured some of them. Then Israel made this vow to the Lord. If you will deliver these people into our hands, we will totally destroy their cities. The Lord listened to Israel's plea and gave the Canaanites over to them. They completely destroyed them and their towns. So the place was named Hormah. They traveled from Mount Hor along the route to the Red Sea to go around Edom. But the people grew impatient on the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the desert? There is no bread. There is no water. And we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit the people, and many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it up on a pole. Anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it up on a pole. And when anyone was bitten by a snake and looked at the bronze snake he lived. The Israelites moved on and camped at Oboth. Then they set out from Oboth and camped in Iri-Eberi, in the desert that faces Moab toward the sunrise. From there they moved on and camped in the Zered Valley. They set out from there and camped alongside the Arnon, which is in the desert, extending into the Amorite territory. The Arnon is on the border of Moab, between Moab and the Amorites. That is why the Book of Wars of the Lord says, "Wahib in Supha, and the ravines, the Arnon, and the slopes of the ravines that lead." To the site of Ar and lie along the border of Moab. From there they continued on to Beer, the well where the Lord said to Moses, Gather the people together and I will give them water. Then Israel sang this song Spring up, O oh well, sing about it about the well that the princes dug, that the nobles of the people sank, the nobles with scepters and staffs. Then they went from the desert to Matana, from Matana to Nahaliel, from Nahaliel to Baymoth, and from Baymoth to the valley in Moab, where the top of Pisgah overlooks the wasteland. Israel sent messengers to say to Sihon, king of the Amorites, let us pass through your country. We will not turn aside into any field or vineyard or drink water from any well. We will travel along the king's highway." until we have passed through your territory. But Sion would not let Israel pass through his territory. He mustered his entire army and marched out into the desert against Israel. When he reached Jehez, he fought with Israel. Israel, however, put him to the sword and took over his land from the Arnon to the Jabbok but only as far as the Ammonites, because their border was fortified. Israel captured all the cities of the Amorites and occupied them, including Heshbon and all its surrounding settlements. Heshbon was the city of Sion, king of the Amorites, who had fought against the former king of Moab and had taken from him all his land as far as the Arnon. That is why the poets say, Come to Heshbon and let it be rebuilt. Let Sion's city be restored. Fire went out from Heshbon, a blaze from the city of Sion. It consumed Ar of Moab the citizens of Arnon's Heights. Woe to you, O Moab. You are destroyed, O people of Chemosh. He has given up his sons as fugitives and his daughters as captives to Sihon, king of the Amorites. But we have overthrown them. Heshbon is destroyed all the way. The Debon. We have demolished them as far as Nopha, which extends to Medibah. So Israel settled in the land of the Amorites. After Moses had sent spies to Jazer, the Israelites captured its surrounding settlements and drove out the Amorites, who were there. Then they turned and went up along the road toward Bashan. And Og, king of Bashan, and his whole army marched out to meet them in the battle at Edrai. The Lord said to Moses, Do not be afraid of him, for I have handed him over to you with his whole army and his land Do to him what you did to Sion, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon. So they struck him down together with his sons and his whole army, leaving them no survivors, and they took possession of his land. Numbers chapter 22 Then the Israelites traveled to the plains of Moab and camped along the Jordan, across from Jericho. Now Balak, son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was terrified because there were so many people. Indeed, Moab was filled with dread Cause of the Israelites. The Moabites said to the elders of Midian, This horde is going to lick up everything around us as an ox licks up the grass of the field. So, Balak, son of Zippor, who was king of Moab at that time, sent messengers to summon Balaam, son of Beor, who was at Pethor near the river in his native land. Balak said, A people has come out of Egypt. They cover the face of the land and have settled next to me. Now come and put a curse on these people, because they are too powerful for me. Perhaps then I will be able to defeat them and drive them out of the country. For I know that those you bless are blessed and those you curse are cursed. The elders of Moab and Midian left, taking with them the fee for divination. When they came to Balaam, they told him what Balak had said. Spend the night here, Balaam said to them, and I will bring you back the answer the Lord gives me. So the Moabite princes stayed with him. God came to Balaam and asked, Who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, sent me this message. A people that has come out of Egypt covers the face of the land. Now come and put a curse on them for me. Perhaps then I will be able to fight them and drive them away. But God said to Balaam, do not go with them. You must not put a curse on those people because they are blessed. The next morning, Balaam got up and said to Balak's princes, Go back to your own country. The Lord has refused to let me go with you. So the Moabite princes turned to Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. Then Balak sent other princes, more numerous and more distinguished than the first. They came to Balaam and said, This is what Balak, son of Zippur, says. Do not let anything keep you from coming to me because I will reward you handsomely and do whatever you say. Come and put a curse on these people for me. But Balaam answered them, Even if Balak gave me his palace filled with silver and gold, I could not do anything great or small to go beyond the command of the Lord my God stay here tonight, as the others did, and I will find out what else the Lord will tell me. At night, God came to Balaam and said, Since these men have come to summon you, go with them, but do only what I tell you. Balaam got up in the morning saddled his donkey and went with the princes of Moab. But God was very angry when he went and the angel of the Lord stood in the road to oppose him. Balaam was riding on his donkey and his two servants were with him. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road, with a drawn sword in his hand. She turned off the road into a field. Balaam beat her to get her back on the road. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path between two vineyards, with walls on both sides. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord She pressed close to the wall, crushing Balaam's foot against it. So he beat her again, and the angel of the Lord moved on ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no room to turn either to the right or to the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam and he was angry and beat her with his staff. Then the Lord opened the donkey's mouth and she said to Balaam, "'What have I done to you to make you beat me these three times?' Balaam answered the donkey, You have made a fool of me. If I had a sword in my hand, I would kill you right now. The donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your own donkey, which you have always ridden to this day? Have I been in the habit of doing this to you? No, he said. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with his sword drawn. So he bowed low and fell face down. The angel of the Lord asked him, Why have you beaten your donkey these three times? I have come here to oppose you because your path is a reckless one before me. The donkey saw me and turned away from me these three times. If she had not turned away, I would certainly have killed you by now. But I would have spared her. Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned. I did not realize you were standing in the road to oppose me. Now, if you are displeased, I will go back. The angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but speak only what I tell you. So Balaam went with the princes of Balak. When Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the Moabite town on the Arnon border at the edge of his territory. Balak said to Balaam, Did I not send you an urgent summons? Why didn't you come to me? Am I really not able to reward you? Well, I have come to you now, Balaam replied. But can I say just anything? I must speak only what God puts in my mouth. Then Balaam went with Balak to Kiriath Hussoth. Balak sacrificed cattle and sheep and gave some to Balaam and the princes who were with him. The next morning, Balak took Balaam up to bemoth Baal, And from there he saw part of Twenty-four verses 23 through 34. These also are sayings of the wise. To show partiality in judging is not good. Whoever says to the guilty, you are innocent. Peoples will curse him and nations denounce him. But it will go well with those who who convict the guilty, and rich blessing will come upon them. An honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. Finish your outdoor work and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. Do not testify against your neighbor without cause, or use your lips to deceive Do not say, I'll do to him as he has done to me. I'll pay that man back for what he did. I went past the field of the sluggard, past the vineyard of the man who lacks judgment. Thorns had come up everywhere, and the ground was covered with weeds, and the stone wall was in ruins. applied my heart to what I'd observed and learned a lesson from what I saw. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a bandit, and scarcity like an armed prayer, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. As we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one now it's time for you to fall asleep and sleep well all night long sweet dreams good night